Seriously, let's get this goddamn year over right now. Welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast on Cosmos from independent validator teams. Hello, welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast on the Cosmos from independent validator teams. Uh, was chuckling a bit too hard to actually press the button there, but uh, don't worry, Null had been doing that thing. For those of you listening at home, the little finger, finger gun, guns, yeah. little finger guns, yeah, have been doing that for a good thirty seconds. It, it fits in imploring too. us to go live before we actually put them out of his misery. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the the twenty twenty. Uh, what we're calling the Wagme special. Is that how you pronounce it? Wagme? 2022. 20, 2020. Did I just yeah. say, what we're I not say? still in 2020. Wagmai. <laughs> Wagmai. Wagmai. Okay, it's the Wagmai special. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about some of the best and worst of 2022. And uh, yeah. Also, I guess we should probably do some segues into, this is actually not in the spreadsheet, guys. I appreciate I've dropped the ball on this, but we should have maybe put in something about like music or Australian cult film, shouldn't we, of 2022? Because that's as, that's been as, as much a topic for discussion, really, as, kind of, as any of the Cosmos stuff. It's kind of a slam dunk, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's kind of a slam dunk. <laughs> I mean, there's one clear winner, isn't there? Yeah, there really <laughs> is. Like, why talk like, about across it? the board? You know, um, you know. Uh, I, I, I guess I would throw out there that, especially the the slide down in the autumn, has been soundtracked by the new Russian Circles album Gnosis, which I'd recommend if we're doing sort of riffs and whatnot to recommend if we're not doing Australian cult films. Uh, the the uh, the lead track on that conduit was described by the uh, the guitarist as a real barn burner, which I assume must be a Massachusetts Massachusetts. Where's Salem? Is that Massachusetts? Yes. Yep. Yep. I think that's where it was recorded. Uh, so I assume that must be a Massachusetts thing. Is that the source of that of that term, Schulte? Do you know? I don't think so. Right. Wait, that's an expression. The barn burner? Yeah, barn burner is an expression. I never heard that before in my life. I thought that really? was off the cuff. I thought no, that, that was off the cuff. I was like, that's that means like it's hot. Like it's a real barn burner. It's like it's something that's, you know, like as Noel would say. <laughs> that, that's finger, how much that's guts. how much sense that word makes, is that multiple people have come up with it off the cuff. The barn burner. For people listening to the podcast, you can't really you're missing out on appreciating Noel Mames with his shaft glasses on at a park. With like, I'm sure families rolling by, going, "Why is that man making finger gun pointing at this laptop <laughs> in the middle of nowhere?" <laughs> yeah, actually, in hindsight, it's a lot funnier knowing that Null is in a public park doing this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I I actually I keep looking over to these people over here that we're talking about earlier who are like battling the intrusive thoughts. I'm, yeah. I'm just wondering if I'm going to have to like race over there and fucking stop them from going. Okay. Okay. Well, let us know how that goes. You, right. You run over there and find out one of them's Rama. I see he's not in the chat. So. <laughs> I, I sent him a message. You've got a lot to live for, Rama. Um. Anyway. <laughs> but I can't believe burn, barn burner is an actual expression. That's blowing my mind. I love it. Yeah, I've never heard it. Really? It's a real yeah. barn burner? I'll, yeah. I'll have to. All right. We'll have to get some research on that. Wait, wait, you, like without doxing too much, you suffer. You are East Coast. That my geography is right. Correct. 
Yeah, so yeah. maybe it's an East Coast thing because Schultze, you are West Coast, unless I'm mistaken. You are correct. I guess barn burner is, in fact, a, a phrase. Hmm. I, it's a phrase. I mean, I've heard it, but is, did you just look it up? I did just look it up. All right, yeah, we'll yeah, have yeah. to find. I'll have to find. We'll get some. We'll get some links in there. We'll, get, yeah. some, we'll get some definitions up here in the chat. So, so um, anyway, before okay. we before we move on to our award show, we should probably <laughs> do the drill tweet of the week, shouldn't we? Actually, while we're doing while we're doing random shit shit talking. Um, so I'm going to pick the first one that my finger alights on in this quite large book. Um, okay. Unfortunately, we don't, like I said, we don't have the timestamps on these, which would make, maybe make it a bit more funny because you could go look it up. Um, the one that my finger came to rest on is in the muscles and fitness section of the book. And it says, Wint at drill. I finally worked up enough courage to cry in front of the pregnant woman who frequents my gym <laughs> what the hell does that mean that's the drill tweet of the week <laughs> ladies and germs uh, <laughs> so, all right i'm not what sure what, what wisdom we could derive from that but it's a it's probably about as smart as half of the cosmos twitter we see isn't it um it does feel kind of appropriate given the state of twitter right now yeah, yeah, what, what, because what, I've, I've been, I, I've actually been AFK, like fully AFK for the last three, what day is it? Uh, 27th? 28th. 28th. Shit. I've been AFK for Sheet. three and a so half days. So basically, the, the whole holidays has been something, something, Cosmic Validator, go to Grant, something, something, Don's fucking butthurt. <laughs> was that the, was that the one, the, that was the Oz, the, the, oh. That was the atom prop, right? Last week, the week before, a couple of weeks ago, something like that. Uh, last week, that was, you mean Cosmic Validators atom prop? Yeah, right? they yeah, did like I a wanna, few videos. I want to say like eighty nine or something. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Where we were all kind of like, eh, it ain't, isn't that much money? Is it really the end of the world? Was that that's the one, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, Which passed right, and then everybody. Yeah. Now, fair enough. Now they're all coming up. Yeah. Fair enough. And Ooh, uh, it was close though. Was it thirty million versus thirty one million? No versus yes. So I, I think Steakfish came in like right towards the end and voted yes, and yeah, now everyone's right. like calling them corrupt. <laughs> right, right. But but they're the, like they're You're just corrupt. last, you, right? You, you paid five thousand dollars to people for doing work. How dare you? Uh, it's fucking. Right I mean, maybe doing. less than five thousand dollars now. I don't. I don't know what's the, again. What's the market doing? I don't know. Uh, Probably nothing good. I haven't. I kind of stopped looking at the price of anything after Juno went below two bucks. I'm like, well, all is, <laughs> will, will all is look, lost. Will you look yeah. when it goes <laughs> below a dollar? Yeah, if Juno goes below a dollar, then 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 the real Hunger Games begin. <laughs> it's getting there, buck fifteen. I think we're we're at one dollar twenty at the moment, aren't we? I shouldn't be I shouldn't be laughing at that, but um, one fifteen. Ooh, we are losing money on that one then. Very good. Cause less harm says best not look, and I'm not <laughs> going to. That's right. That's that is some fantastic advice. Except that is good that advice. Except just just told us. What else do you, What else do you want to know? Price was, um, but hey, you know, you you could look at this as a half glass half empty thing and say, well, you know, next week is going to be a fine week in working out how to run a bunch of validators in a highly fault tolerant way while spending almost no money. That's a challenge. I like it. Yeah, yep. we can we can do that, and then uh, the week after is going to be a job in filling out CVs for McDonald's. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll get experience in standing in the line for food stamps. 
Yeah. <laughs> got it. I mean, like, I guess, I guess, joking aside, I think there's a lot of us are kind it, of looking at like, what's going on at the moment and going, like, is it time to go back to the day job? But, uh, yeah, uh, it's I wanted. I, I, I missed out. I wanted to show you the traffic jam that just happened in front of me at this fucking road. It's ridiculous. <laughs> They're all, all like, getting it's out. Still, since it's you're still like to a, a single laptop. road in the middle of nowhere, right? It's like no, it's like just a like a hoop off to the side of the road. It's like a little a little pull off. Uh, yeah, like a like a scenic yeah, drive it's, by. It's like a pull off with a park in the middle of it. A pull off, a, a lay by. A, a layby, no, just like rest a, area. Rest area, yeah, that's what we call it. I could like pull it up on Google Maps. No, <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, if you pull it up on Google Maps, then we can warm up the orbital laser. It's uh, a pull off to just pull it. off. Is that what it is? Hey, so you know we we shuttled over ICS back in the day, and now in a bear market. Well, actually, no, but I don't know. Has has any test net launched really recently? Because it feels like. If there was one that had launched really recently, there would still be shitloads of validators going. Oh yeah, there have been a few. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I'm sure, few. There are. sure. There's there's no there's no shortage of people want to run nodes. Oh, I think regardless, so- even regardless of price, because I think especially especially for people who are newer to the ecosystem, because they they haven't been beaten down or they don't have the cost piling up yet. So when you don't when you're saying, well, I'm, I'm going to invest a couple thousand to be able to run a validator for a few years to to be able to take a bet on a chain, that sounds great. Um, when you've been doing that for a couple of years and you have a bunch of those bets out that are all losing, then that sounds different. So I think maybe that's maybe that's healthy and natural, and maybe that's just part of the. It's like a I don't know what you call that, but that's a it's a reverse validator Ponzi. That's <laughs> what that is. It's just, last sucker, last sucker paradox. I don't know. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's something like that. Last sucker scam is that the name of the scam? Something like but that. Yeah. It, it does seem like. Even in this market, that the ICS theory hasn't been validated, then which is notable. Bloody hell, now why, why is Australia so, so beautiful? I think there's people surfing down there. Maybe that's what people are like coming to look at. Uh huh. So, for those of you listening on podcast players, Null has now stood up, walked to the edge of presumably a small bluff or something, and is holding up the laptop to his face to show the beautiful vista. Oh, he's he's standing on the other side of the layby. Okay, yeah. Um, and presumably, anybody in the area thinks that he is a full nutcase at this point, right? Um, I don't see anybody in the back of shot though, so maybe he is getting away of, uh, away with this. Um, so yeah, it was just just a quick moment when all the people battling their fucking intrusive thoughts have fucked off or jumped off one of the two. <laughs> They're no longer here. Suddenly, so all the other validators have gone. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh man um but i guess you know the, the the other side of this is like you know th- there's an element by which obviously if you're doing something where you're not really making any money um for a period of time you've got to go you've got to go and do something that makes the, the business money right that's like yeah that is i'm not a business expert but i believe that's how business works right but well, the flip it, side of that is, you know, maybe you know, a lot of these chains will come back around again in the future, and there is a kind of, there is a question, I suppose, especially with despondency in this camp over here, uh, where you're like, well, you know, we made no money for eight nine months before the chains that we currently work on were launched. Then we made money for a little bit while. Now we're not making any money again. You know, 
yeah. it comes and it goes. So maybe a lot of it is actually the psychology of being in that bull run that still everybody is, and maybe I'm speaking more for myself here um, and our position, but maybe still not fully adjusted to that reality of like, you know, the highs being so high and the lows being quite so low, which is exacerbated in Cosmos where you've got all these app chains maybe, as opposed to, you know, you know, ETH is still going to be, what's the current price of ETH? I mean, I'd be surprised if it's below eight, eight $900, right? It's 1200 bucks. Right. Okay. So it's still... <clears throat> it's still substantially too much higher money. than it was. There's just so much money in it. It's difficult to, I mean, you can still move, you can still move the deal obviously a lot, but same thing with Bitcoin, right? Like there's just so much cash in it that, that even it takes a long time to get down to under a dollar, right? <laughs> it takes a lot of, yeah. a lot of events, kind of similar to what, what the Atom does right now. Like the Atom's still at $9 and 21 cents, but is it like, is there anything there that that's more utility or has a bigger future than anything else that these other chains? I, I mean, I guess people are people are buying into the ecosystem with that as the gateway. So it's like kind of a clearinghouse. But yeah. the, the the interesting thing will be when volume on osmosis goes up, right? When some of the cha- some of the the sexes that have listed Atom also list osmosis. Right. Whether Atom still retains its price or whether osmosis goes up. Because I guess like yeah. the tokenomics of each are pretty different as well. So I don't know. I'd have to go and like look at the I mean, this this feels like we're drifting into nulls territory, but the question of whether uh, Osmosis or Atom would be valued higher in that scenario is quite an interesting one. But I yeah. just I don't know really much because we don't validate Osmosis about the token cap or any of the inflation tokenomics of Osmosis. But I gather it's quite different from Cosmos, so that probably has quite significant bearing on it. Uh, osmosis has a thirdening concept every year, whereas uh, Atom just has a a base inflation rate. So Adam theory, theoretically goes to infinity, but osmosis does not. That's it. It's a very small soundbite of their tokenomics differences. Right. So you would expect yeah. osmosis to rapidly become more valuable than that in that scenario. If if scarcity drives a bit of that value, yes. Well, if right. scarcity drives value, which which I guess it doesn't always. That's that's a doesn't I know. guess that's a base assumption I'm making. Yeah, there has to be something there, right, to begin with. You're making the assumption if they both have value and utility to it, then you could you can make the case that the scarcity is going to push a higher price. Yeah. Yeah, the other yeah. thing weird about the validator business is like it's it's pretty natural to you know if you're in a startup or something somewhere that you're you're making large investments and because you're in somewhat control of your own future or you're a part of a team that's in part of that future or whatever else the validator business you're you're really making investments that are 100 the success on usually things that you do not have zero control over so team success the quality of that team the stability of that team the quality of release the security issues um, marketing, um, amount of growth, like those types of things, you're as a validator, you're completely tied to that. And you have no, like very, sometimes, I mean, away from like small contributions, but for the most part, the overall success is kind of out of your hands. Right. Which is, which is, it's, a it's, so, it's so pegged to Bitcoin anyway, that you may as well not bother. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, yeah. If, if Bitcoin goes down $10,000, then the whole market slides regardless of how good. I mean, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Some, some, no, well, some chains will, will move against the market. Like that's, that's, that's the reality. But like the majority won't just because of the sheer pressure of the, the outsized impact of that one player in the ecosystem more generally, which is, uh, well, that's economics, isn't it? Like, you know, you can be you can be the the most overperforming company in the market, and if the wider economy 
slips when you've just made a risky investment then you're going bust aren't you even if you've executed perfectly on everything else so i guess uh, you know going like oh small business is hard is like yeah that that was always the case and it was always going to be the case um but it's the it's the thing of like i don't know i don't know what you what your your accountants say i know all of you have accountants and stuff but when you talk to them and they're like oh yeah you know before you hire make sure you have like you know two years um cash in the bank that sort of stuff you know these kind of basic things and you're like that seems a bit that seems a bit overly paranoid two whole years worth of salary in the bank for one person before you just and then like the the last you know the sbf thing and everything happens and you're like yeah yeah okay now now you look at that and you're like yeah in any country where you have labor laws where you can't just hire and fire where you have to essentially restructure first which you know, can affect you even if you're a very small company, you'd be like, oh yeah, okay. So all our money just went on payroll basically. And so that's right. Yeah. You, yeah. You guys deal with that. We don't have to deal with that. Yeah. So, so here uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's on you as the business owner to go and find more work. Right. Um, and so how like, long, how long is your liability in that situation? Like if you, if, if, if revenue stopped tomorrow and you had two employees on that you've had for a year, how, what's your, what's your exposure there? It depends on your contracts and stuff, but like we'd be w- the minimum notice would be about four weeks, and oh, okay. we'd have to, we'd and we would have to. It's more about basically justifying the layoffs, as I understand it, um, yeah. and it is easier for small companies than it is for others. But it's okay. that kind of it's the situation we would be in now, where we would have gone from being like, okay, we can foreseeably plan. Let's say even two and a half months ago, we could have possibly justified hiring, and now where just you project forward like our liquid cash and you're like our runway went from being 18 months to being like nine months in two months and you're like hold up yeah (laughs) but but when when your your income stream is so tied to a like such a uh, a volatile asset you're like okay uh yeah it's 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 interesting how, how quickly that can change i suppose but anyway um let's stop moaning um well, I'll stop moaning, and let's move on to the award show. I was really hoping that uh, that. So basically, right, what happened here was I was also stalling for time a little bit because I was hoping Jabby would turn up, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, we've been flaked on once again. Despite, and I hope he listens back to this and feels bad because Jabby got in touch the other day and was like, "Can I be on the end of year game of notes?" And I was like, "Buddy, we'd love to have you if you show up. Please, please do come. <laughs> if you show up. <laughs> please do come." to the end of year game of notes that'd be absolutely lovely we would love to have you um and i'm just going to check my phone so that i he's not like saying like oh uh, i maybe cracked. he was scared off by the amount of times you said love in one fucking sentence <laughs> yeah maybe no he's he's not replied he's not replied he's probably out walking the dog or something doing something more exciting than, than talking to us but anyway jabby's not coming i'm sorry about that we're gonna have to do the end of year show without jabby Picking up after Winston, I imagine. Yeah, which is a fit metaphor for 2022, maybe. Um, so, holiday spectacular. Shall we do... Maybe that could be a shirt. Just a Winston with a bunch of different um, blockchains coming out of him with a Jabby, <laughs> the cartoon version of Jabby, just cleaning it up, <laughs> putting it at the bin. <laughs> A shovel, like a, a shovel, shovel full of, 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 yeah, yeah. of chain icons. That. Um, 2022, got you like. 2022. Yeah, Jabby's, uh, Jabby's decision to not go full-time validator and instead take a job 
looking like a very sound, very sound decision. I was um, ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve as always. That's that's jabby for you. Um, so we've got some we've got some talk. We'll do should we do the three best, three worst at the end? I'm going to propose. We're we're obviously working this out on the go. Yeah. Um. So, but I I, I suggest that we do them ascending from the bottom except for the merch poll okay um and then go from there so what i'm going to do is i'm going to read out the category (laughs) okay and i want each one of you to give me a response for it and then we're all going to decide which one we think is is the winner okay all right okay all right i'm glad i'm glad we planned this out live yeah exactly that's how we do it so anyway uh and, and and there's probably something like, oh, this is, you know, best NFT collection or something of 2022. I don't even think we have that one on <laughs> it there. Not, it know, it's, it's much, much, much that shittier is, than that. that. But I might there. write that out there now just because <laughs> I have access to the spreadsheet. So um, first one, biggest flake of 2022. Is that person? Is that a, what, like, yeah, what's our that? scope here? It's for this show. <laughs> for this show? It's guest for this show. Oh, biggest guest flake. Biggest oh, okay. guest flake of 2022. Uh, it'd have to be code hands. It would, right? Yeah, was, was, code hands is who my call. Wasn't there two invites there that got blown off? Three. Got, <laughs> the third time we got shafted for his misses. They went for dinner. All right. <laughs> it's hard to even blame him, really. But yeah, <laughs> with this level of preparation, the the that somebody wouldn't immediately <laughs> want to to get involved with this. Um, okay. Biggest I mean. Flight between- that I seems mean, pretty unanimous. That's us. not necessarily a negative, right? I mean, it could be a positive too. Like we're that's respect from the game notes team. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sounds like work life balance, and that's why we're being so <laughs> it, down on it. it like does. it like, does. Just uh, good decision making, right? How dare you have good decision making? What else do I have chance? to do right now? <laughs> Thinking back, I just I can't think of anyone else who's shafted us. More we've had a one. few. Sh- we've had a few shafts, but but I think that one. I think that one we've tried. We, I know with cold hands, we tried a few like a few times, like you guys said. So. That, that's, uh, I think that's a good winner. I think the if we were this is not on the list, but I think the most surprising non-flake of 2022 would be when Jabby joined us from the people carrier while bringing his <laughs> his kids <laughs> back from a sports fixture or something, right. and they were just sort of like <laughs> in the back of the car, I'm just like. It's like, That's oh right. my god, Dad, you're so embarrassing. That's right. Dialing I feel in. like that was Jabby's last real <laughs> cast, right? Dialing he, in. Yeah, Dial- like he, that was like maybe the third or fourth uh, episode. Then he's like, oh man, it's too hard. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think there was one like two months ago that he was in. Yeah, Jabby, the first one yeah. I came back to. Right. Yeah, there was one, ja- yeah, there was yeah, one where the pooch was, right. was knocking around in the back. But it's a shame not to have Jabby for the end of the year. Um, okay, um, <laughs> uh, I've stuck. I've stuck in the best NFT collection because I was like, oh, we should actually probably have a couple of those. What, but we'll, we'll, what we'll was that last one? one? What are we? What are we giving Joe? What's that? What was? What was that last one we we're going to give Joe? What were we calling oh, that one? Best, uh, most surprising unflag. <laughs> All right, that's good. Like in in the spite of a demon of a, of a pending flake, he actually did not flake. Um, okay, best shit poster of twenty twenty two. Ooh, good one. I think Pokachu's intern uh, has done quite well this year. It took him took him a while to get a stride, 
but now it's consistent content. It's pretty spot on. It's thought out. I'm going with the Pokachu in turn. I'm going to give points to Don Kryptonium for shit posting. I'm not sure if he is just a shit person or a good shit poster. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that's a, that's highly valued quality in shit posting, I guess. So <laughs> you don't know the difference. Yeah. I, I wrote Don in here. I thought, I thought he upped his game significantly in 2022. And I, I, you have to respect the amount of shit posting that comes out and just the, the, the pot stirring, and everything else and who's against me and who's not against me and everything else like it it is it's turning into like this whole thing um where it's beyond shit posting now it's like a now it's like a it's like it's turning into its own personality so i kind of give i give it that his satire is so on point that i can't fucking realize it's satire anymore and i just get angry when i'm reading his shit so (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty it's pretty fucking it's pretty it's pretty shit post tastic yeah I I still assume that either there either we are actually witnessing a quite serious mental health breakdown or it is in fact epic tier shit I mean, posting. Isn't that the definition of really good shit posting? It's really hard to say. <laughs> Even shit posted on crypto angle I think his angle is that he's just like been antagonistic to like you know increase engagement. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing pretty effectively on multiple levels <laughs> yeah just like has just, it has it grown his his following uh well i mean it's certainly growing his engagement it's fucking all i see in my goddamn twitter is don kryptonium arguing with people that and, works. Uh, just yeah i think he's got his copy paste list of like insults as well that uh some of them <laughs> are pretty entertaining <laughs> And the breadth of shit posts. Even today, there's Cryptocito posted a picture of eggs, <laughs> like a breakfast. <laughs> he responded with, "Totally overcooked them." <laughs> like, like just, <laughs> just like it was like, just the it's a wide breadth of shit posting. So, I kind of respect the game. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I, he kind of seems to be retweeting people w- that shit post him as well, which kind of suggests that he's in on that joke. I will say one thing though, if if his goal is to like get paid by the community to do content and stuff, then he should probably have a different style of uh, <laughs> presence. But yeah. if his goal is to just you know monetize his channels and wants to widen his audience, then shit post away. That's annoy people. That's how you can engage people, I suppose, right? Sure. He's got he's got four four K followers on Twitter. I don't know what his YouTube followers are. So I I'm without knowing what that was earlier in the year, I don't know if that if the strategy has been working, but shine on you crazy diamond. I think <laughs> I think Don carries that category. Uh best shit poster of twenty twenty two, Don Kryptonium. Uh if there is a better shit poster more consistently causing more chaos. Um yeah. Don't yeah. Know, but well, is, I mean, wow, if, you, is, if you're yeah, taking into account Jay, as a whole, is Jay a shit poster at this well, point? That's different. Well, this is where we're kind of getting <laughs> into the shit semantics shit. thing, right? But, but what about Jacob as well? He's been antagonizing people all year. Right? 
That's true. I mean, he took on the ICF. I don't think even Don Cretonian's done that yet. And he went hard. He didn't Discord. He didn't Telegram. He did on Twitter. Oh, man. Oh, the forums. Yep. The but, thing with Jacob is once he's got a bone, fucking Christ, he does not let go of it. Yeah, it's not really so much a, a shit post as it is like a campaign of yeah, yeah, harassment, really. <laughs> yeah, which which there's some of those in Don, in Don's purview as well, right? So yeah, there's a mix yeah. of those actually. So yeah, maybe, it's, maybe it's, it's not maybe it's not pure shit post that maybe that maybe it's a fine line between clever and stupid. <laughs> And does just like it all I, comes, I, I, I get that. I, I get this reference. Back. It all comes back to Spinal Tap references. Uh, Were so you we supposed can... to stop before he said stupid? No, no, no. I, I was just doing a reference. Um, you just need to watch watch that 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 film now. Anyway, yeah. um, so we, so we're, we're next we're calling out the winner. That's we, a winner. I, I think we're going to give Don Don C right. the the win unless all right, we'll a, give it to him. Uh, so next category is. Best meme of 2022. Fuck, this one requires research, doesn't it? Well, you know, the, the spreadsheet's been mostly complete, <laughs> and I've definitely not filled it. You just, add, you like just added that one ago. like eight no, seconds no, I, ago. That's bullshit. <laughs> I put that days ago. <laughs> that one was not in there. You just don't remember it. <laughs> it's been too busy overindulging in Christmas. You don't remember. Did, remember that one? Shit. I fucking miss it. All right. Best meme. Best meme of 2022. Feel free to put it in the chat. If you got one. Yeah, in in the chat, because I can't even picture a meme right now. I can think of two. I can think of a couple now, now that I'm thinking about them. What do you got? Okay, so I'll, I'll go. I mean, I think the Joe meme resulted in a chain getting launched in a spasm of ill thought out joy. At the meme, that's kind of funny. That's kind of cool. That's definitely that's got to put it in the top memes of the year. I think and the fact that like uh-huh. so many people still have the Joe avatar and like p- people outside the eco will be like, "What, what the f- who the fuck is?" It? And the, the fact that, that Joe <laughs> doesn't even have te- doesn't even have all that many followers even now. <laughs> like the meme is so obscure and insular. That's kind of part of the joy is that the meme eclipse the person it's about. That's kind of funny. Um, and the other one, actually, I'm kind of going to pinch Shortsy's answer for the last question, which is that pure memes, like Polkachu's run of intern memes, are some of the most consistent, not only memes, but there's an argument for them being shitposts too. Um, but yeah, the that and the fact that that intern meme caught on to the point that loads and loads of people have intern accounts now although almost none yeah. of them are actually that funny no they're just because i don't think people yeah. kind of really have immersed themselves in the intern character in the same way that the polkachu organization has upended its hierarchy in its thousand strong labor force to put the intern <laughs> at the top very few organizations are prepared to do that kind of restructuring you know to facilitate the memes so those would be my two votes on a side note, how many hours a day do you think Pokachu works? I don't know. He's 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 committed. He's Very committed. committed. I'm, I'm up there in the. He has to be doing 14 hours a day. Between just the governance memeing, bullshit, posting yeah. governance proposals, and fucking making sure everything's 
you know, pruned. <laughs> Make sure everything's pruned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never leaving his computer. <laughs> oh, that's funny. My, yeah. my, I think my, my, I don't even know if I have a single meme for this, but my favorite memes were back in the Juno invariant checks. Do you guys remember that when we were live streaming that and everybody was putting the Juno invariant checks yeah. so like while the, while the yeah. thing was running for 14 hours and like sure. Joe had a shitload and I'm, sure, I'm going to try to go back in the Juno channel right now to see if I can go. That was like July or something. Uh, I think those were yeah. some of my favorites that like, I think it was a good community structure because everybody's just waiting around for this single core process to run <laughs> like this, this one little raspberry Pi type process running for 14 hours to go through invariant checks. And uh, it just created a great, uh, it created a lot of fun because everybody's just kind of waiting around. And so when you're waiting around, everybody's getting something going and that's when they come out. I feel that's like that true, was man. Sorry. Then your man came and changed one line of code and it fucked it for everyone. <laughs> exactly. Could be doing this all year. They yeah. were pretty wholesome memes too. They were awesome ones. I can't remember. I, I'm trying to go back and remember. So those are some of my favorites. So I would, I would vote for invariant check memes, which was, it was a good structure too. Cause it was like, it was a good community. Cause there was like 10 people putting them in. Yeah. I think also there was like the very first, um, Juno main upgrade, the one on Manita. I think the store took a few minutes to migrate, so it took a little while till blocks happened, and there were quite a lot of memes on that occasion as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the memes on the <laughs> on the chain coming back to life with the invariant checks probably probably the best. Those are fun. Uh, Noel Schultze, you got any? I got I mean, nothing right now. Yeah, like I don't really commit memes. They just sort of like, I read them, chuckle, move on. Like, <laughs> I don't have a best of collection sitting in my subconscious ready to go. Yeah, I think I think Jabby has also done a pretty good job on the memes, but generally mm-hmm. speaking, is kind of quite one shot meme Like, he, there's not, it's not like a persona, there's not like a character or like a, a kind of flow or arc to the memes. It's just, they're just lots of one shot memes. So I don't know, maybe there's an honorable mention for Jabby's memeing in there as well. Um, <laughs> well he was, so yeah. meme also yeah. means so many things, right? Like you've got, you know, there can be images that are memes, but then they can also just be like, you know, Don Kryptonian, Kryptonian is a bit of a meme. Fucking you've got. Okay. So, so I guess it, for, most, for the, most profitable meme of the year, Pat Moss. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That's that's a fair point. That is a so fair so point. I guess in meme in this case we're probably meaning like a conceptual, a self-contained concept that captured people's attention in a viral way. And it could have been a single, you know, like an image macro or something, but it could have also been a longer running project like the Polkachu intern. So I mean <laughs> Oof, there we go. Good, good, good one in the chat from Ben Davis. So UST the, is the, the meme. For the yeah, for the uh, the podcast listeners, UST is a meme. Fucking hell, yes, it is short lived, devastating. <laughs> devastating. Um, okay, so what's our conclusion on this one then? Ooh, it feels like we have a decision. Chihuahua was a good meme. That had a good community around it for quite a while. They made NFTs. I mean, Chihuahua is still going hard. Yeah, Chihuahua. Like, it, it is. Yeah. yeah. And like, it, it, it's not in my mindset of like a meme chain anymore because there's still like an active community around it and progress and 
upgrades that actually go pretty well. Like they're going better than some non-meme chains. I don't know. They've turned it around. They've turned it from supposed. I mean, it, even the launch went obscenely well. Yeah. Like I don't. I think it, I think the launch was like at the second it was expected to. It was bizarre, and it's still going. So, yeah. Also, like hired a full time dev before Juno. <laughs> Uh, yep. Um, so, um, (laughs) moving on. So, in conclusion, best meme the options are, I think, from from that lot Chihuahua, it's pretty good, Polkachu intern, and Joe Chain, because those are both memes in the same conceptual category of long running meme concept. I'm going to go with Pokachu Intern just because of the longevity of the operation, the consistency, and that, like, I feel like they're going to be there for a long time, and I quite enjoy his insights. It might seem like memes, but they're actually quite meaningful insights, his his posts. So, you know, and plus he's a bud. He's a bro. He's in the collective. <laughs> I'd be good and, with that. Know, I mean, I consider him the best shit poster, but for me... The difference between a shit post and a meme, like there's not there's not much difference. But it's, it's like the development. It's development of the character of the meme, right? Uh, it's the shit posting. Character, the meme. It's get, it's that, that's deep. true. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know where there's that meme where I can't remember what what uh, what film it's from, where there's like the person with a gu- with a gun to the person in the church pew in front of them, and then there's one person behind them, and then there's one person in the pews behind. And then there's somebody in the gallery with a sniper rifle <laughs> looking at the person right. at the back. Um, I did a talk at some point last year where I was trying to explain like the the internet of blockchains, and I was trying to explain what a good idea and a bad idea was in the cosmos. And I had like, I think I had something like Atom, Osmo, <laughs> Juno, and then Chihuahua in, in the, the in the uh, yeah. So um, I don't know. I'm I not think sure Chihu- you can fully define like a a good or in a bad idea in the cosmos. Some of them well, seem really bad that end up being good. Some of them seem really good that end up being bad. I think that was the point of the meme, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> that was, that was, that you know it, what you can't really define radio radio either is a meme. In the, ra- in the words of radio, this category radio sucks. Castle, no, that's the joke. <laughs> that's the joke. You, you can't even really like define a meme fully. I've, I've, challenge anyone to fully define a meme i don't think there's a definition that fits i mean there isn't even an agreement of how to pronounce it i know several people that call it a meme it makes me angry at the time you should not hang out with those people a meme (laughs) you gotta find shit now you're shit posting nobody does that i swear to god do not hang out with them several people who call them memes they will murder you in your sleep stay away from those people i don't whoever calls them a meme I don't believe that. Walk up to those people and punch them <laughs> straight in the dick. <laughs> Call them a cunt. <laughs> hey, we lost in 39 minutes before getting demonetized this time. That is a new record. <laughs> that, I think that is a new record. Uh, if anybody else caught a cunt before then, <laughs> prove me wrong. But I'm pretty sure we got we got to 39 oh, minutes before we got demonetized. Right. I think I think the Australian has said cunt the least on this show over the entirety of the year. That would that's and a stroke of irony. That that would be 
I don't know. Somebody should go through those recordings. No, because there was a point around episode 27 where we were trying to get Usurper to drop the C-bomb. And he was like, I'm fine with the C-bomb. I'm just not going to drop it on air. Here we are. How far and then just fallen. completely casually run with it. it ever since. That's, that's crypto winner right there. Who gives a I shit? I mean, I feel some envy over its usage in Australia and Britain because in the U.S., <laughs> if you say it like that's that's bad news. Like you're you're gonna start a fight with someone is what you're gonna do, and news. everyone's gonna be offended. So I'm jealous that you know it can be used elsewhere in the world as almost a term of endearment. It's not. Well, fair. I mean, it might not start fair. a fight here as well. Like if you say it to the wrong person start a fight there's there's a there's a movement here in the u.s to bring that back is like a empowering word too actually there's a play around it i thought it was on broadway really uh, so? yeah around bringing the c word is yeah, make it make it more about power and those types of things yeah interesting it's, it's very interesting. negative i mean i would love to take it back i, I was getting the australian term of it which is which means like loved friend <laughs> <laughs> i think Valued i think colleague. that's what i've gotten out of this year i think that's what it means pretty sure that's word of 2022 i think that's what it means um, like, okay. I think if you walk up to a group of people and I had a work function and be like, oh, what's up with this mob of cunts? Like, I don't think it's going to go down fantastically still. Yeah. Yeah. It, that wouldn't go down well. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. How do we get on this? What the best Okay. Cunt? Next question. <laughs> mob um, of cunts. <laughs> <laughs> best cunt. So, uh, <sighs> best cut or worst cut of 2022. Um, best best business decision of 2022. I don't even. I answer this like as an actual thinking about it, but that's a that's not the way of thinking about this. Everybody's a deep thought. The best business. I'm not sure I have a best one. I don't know. Sorry, I was was just reading uh, Ben Davis's comment when I was leaving my my. I'll, when I was leaving, when I was leaving a job, my old boss introduced me to someone as a fucker and said, "If he loved me more, he would have called me a cunt." <laughs> uh. <laughs> as an aside, as well, meme uh, Ben Davis has correctly pointed out that meme uh, was was a word first coined by Richard Dawkins, which is an interesting side fact. You of right? course mean meme. <laughs> I believe that's how Richard Dawkins pronounced it as well. Um, for some strange reason, I always get Richard Dawkins and Peter Hitchens, not Peter Hitchens, Christopher Hitchens mixed up, even though they are completely different people in almost every important re- way, but whatever. Anyway. Well, uh, if, if someone comes across <laughs> Richard Dawkins, punch him in the dick for me. <laughs> Ask him if it's Maymay. <laughs> Ask him if it's Maymay. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, Best business ben, decision? Uh, yeah. <sighs> the, the problem is, I only have ironic ones that are also the worst. <laughs> the worst business. That's, that's what I was going to say as well. Like going crypto full time was probably my best, but also my worst. So it's like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say the same one for going both. crypto totally full time. It be like I think it was like about four weeks before the crash started. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that would mean that my best business decision of the year was not fully backing out of my contracting job. I, that seems like a that. fair one. That was that was a good decision. That, that seems like a reasonably good decision. Since the house, my worst down. business decision of the year was fucking staking all of my bags of Juno every time I got them. <laughs> yeah, that would be mine too. Actually, I should have put that in there. 
I didn't sell. I I I, I didn't start selling coins in 2022 until like November, something like that. Ooh. October. I think everything else I held, for the most part. Like I didn't really because everything again everything was still growing and and I was stupid. That was that was a bad idea. I like I don't really want to um, dwell and rub this in, but uh, like my risk management strategies were pretty good for my business as well. Yeah. So, well, I've that? heard that from you, and I've heard that from other great validators who have <laughs> who have a very who need and what I think is appropriate is that you have to have a bit of a strategy on execution of sales. And you stick with that regardless of what the fuck the market's doing. You just don't care. Like you have a percentage that you figured out, which is really what I changed to. I think maybe it was maybe it was a little bit before that. Maybe it was maybe it was more like September. Um, but you come up with a strategy and say, "This is what I'm going to sell. This is what I'm going to hold. This is what I'm going to redelegate." Blah blah blah. And you just do it, and you don't look at the price. You just ignore it, right? And I think that that's a tough strategy to do. To be honest, that's a really tough one because you you never want to sell. If it's if it's everything's growing by ten percent a day, you don't want to you don't want to, you think you're losing out money. Everything's falling, and you don't want to sell because it's low because you know you're losing out money. Like that is a tough strategy. You got to think about it long term. I would yeah. say that I did a well. I would say my worst decision was actually going into the the UST Osmo pools because I was cashing out. I think at an appropriate rate, but then in locking in for two weeks whenever it went down, right. that just meant then all my funds that I had been basically squirreling away basically disappeared, right? Yep. So I think that my risk management would have been better had I just not committed or used UST as much. Yeah, I, I didn't, I couldn't LP anything. I just, I couldn't see it in my strategy at all to have LP. Like yeah. even against, even if they weren't against, you know, stables like just even having you know anything against osmo hey i didn't realize until like quite recently that like it never occurred to me that osmo would actually be quite resilient because of the platform that it's in um i mean so you know i think arguably like yes yeah i mean arguably osmo would be stronger than like it'd be less risk i guess than a lot of the stables um, well, specifically algo stables. I think Osmo probably represents less risk and more stability just because of the depth against all the other tokens. So yeah. particularly Atom. So yeah. quite a good token, Osmo. I think it's underrated. I mean, um, it's, But I didn't realize until just I recently. I think it's undervalued in terms of if the market picks up, like there's no way that it's going to stay as low as it is. And historically it's well, I think it's an appropriate level. It doesn't really matter what the level is, just the stability of it is more important, I think. So to that point, you know, what we were talking about before, then then really what you should be putting cash in is the, something that has the highest TVL, right? Like I mean like if, if you want stability, yeah. Like like if you add up all of the TVL of all of the tokens and that's the depth of Osmo, because you can arb the pools as you Right. Um, but if you want to sell hard in against Osmo, um, so say if you want to sell like a million dollars worth of Osmo, and you just do it in small amounts and constantly arb the pools, you could do it without making too much damage to the overall price. So, yeah, I mean we are at a point where that way. we are. I mean we, now we're at a, a pretty low point in this in this in this bear right now. So if I look at, I mean what's the, what's the fifty two week of high of 
um, Adam. That's $44, and right now it is nine and a half. So it's down 75%. Is there anything else that's less miserable than that? Osmosis is down, what, 90-something percent? It's 71 cents from 13 or 14, 15 dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, I, I mean, any. I mean, you can't, it's difficult to like when, when the bear comes, which we are in, it's 1125. So we're down 71 cents out of 1125 is whatever that is, 7% maybe. Um, or no, less than that, 5% of maybe the total. Um, when the bear comes, I think the, the highest, I mean, USD aside, because that was a different type of, issue right but when the bear comes i guess your best bet is just having as much whatever token has the most value in it because that's the that's the last one people are going to get rid of is that right it's like the so it's the hardest one to destroy the value of is what i mean yeah because like say if if there's only one juno osmo pool right so Mm -hmm. if you want to sell juno you have to sell it against that pool but there's 50 Osmo other pools. So you can arb between them to like take the sting out of a trade, um, which is what I mean. So basically you. you can take the liquidity of all of the other pools and make it one. Yeah. Um, and then essentially that's how much you can sell against. Um, but anyway, it depends on where you're selling too as well. Like if, if you just want to get out of Osmo and it doesn't matter where you want to go, then you can probably, you know, easily sell a lot of them into a bunch of other tokens. But um, if you just wanted to sell Osmo into, I don't know, Adam, mm-hmm. um, then you will probably, I think you could probably limit the amount of damage to the Osmo price, but you would push the price of Adam up. Um, because of the amount of liquidity there is in Osmo compared to the liquidity in Atom, yeah. So you would you would like you would push the price of Osmo down less than you would push the price of Atom up because you distribute it against a bunch of liquidity. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So like the more the more liquidity in each side of that trade. When you can start to consider them as not just one pool, when you start to consider them as aggregates of value that you can arbitrage against within the same ecosystem, then the, the one with the least amount of liquidity is going to change the most. So, yeah. Okay. So we'll, and so Osmo is probably the most resilient token in in um, the cosmos because of that reason. Potentially, um, Adam as well because of how many um, like centralized exchanges it's on and it's order books operate a lot different to um, DEXs as well. You can do a lot less damage well, and a lot more just depending on the situation. Like your prices can jump a long way in just a few trades on a centralized exchange as well. If there's just absolutely no, no one willing to pick up the candle on the buy side, Sure, um, but even but even a market a market trade on a centralized exchange, you quite often. Okay, this is going to sound like dickheadish, but you can shift ten thousand dollars with very little slippage, or no, what well, no slippage, obviously, because it's an order book. But you know, you you can do one and do a second, and you for anything with deep liquidity, 
you're not going to see a difference in price really between those two those two trades. So it would have it, to be very large, like OTC level large, before you would start seeing a difference. So it depends on the order book depth as well. So um, back in like 2000 and I don't know 17 maybe I was writing um, in Python an arbitrage bot. I never really made it do any arbitrage. I was just making it calculate opportunity. And in doing that, through the APIs, I had it actually calculate through the, um, the depth of the order book what the trade would end up being, if that makes sense, rather than just taking the at market price to try and figure out the arbitrage opportunity. Like you had to say, you know, if you want to do arbitrage of $10,000, then you're going to get pushed to this deep into the order book. And, you know, that's going to happen on the sell side and the buy side on the other one. So you need to take into account that slippage in price to be able to actually determine whether or not an arbitrage opportunity exists because they might have a difference of 50%. But after you start buying into the order book, um, you know, they might have really shallow um, depth in the order book. So, yeah, because I guess it depends where yeah. the walls and things are, doesn't it, in terms of where the actual well, price and sell is. It doesn't even matter the walls. Depth. It just matters how much volume you can get at what price and what yeah. the size of your trades are going to be. Um, so, you can even just use that to optimize your trade size. To summarize this whole point, yes. right, which is best business decision. There's some. There's a whole thing here around how, however technically adept you are, that in general, actually, as well, the business side and understanding the sort of stuff that Null clearly understands better than certainly I do is actually in general the business decision that keeps on giving i would say my best business decision of 2022 was to listen to null he's gonna get a big head about this but two specific pieces of advice one about dollar cost averaging and i was already in a in a in a risk management frame of mind and there was at least one other decision which uh very specifically uh, I'm not going to say exactly what it was because it's not really that interesting. It's quite specific to our business, but something that Null with the C word told me to stop being a idiot about and do a particular thing ended up also being a very obvious thing that I just hadn't thought about because I don't think about that stuff. I'm too busy focused on the technical stuff rather than the obvious business token and monetary implications of a thing and was just being a complete idiot. And that was a very good business decision as well. So the, set, the other half of the best business decision of 2022, worst business decision, mine, I'm going to go with, okay, obviously probably not selling enough, even despite taking a risk, a risk averse position. But my biggest mistake would have been, I laughed at Chihuahua and was like, not getting involved in that. <laughs> that is my worst business decision. Because uh, Chihuahua was January, wasn't it? It was in 2022 that it launched. It was earlier. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, so I'm going to put my worst business. Probably wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> I laughed at it, and again, actually, Noel was like, "Was like, you are you going to do this this Chihuahua shit chain thing?" And I was like, <clears throat> "Yeah, I, I dumb, think I dumb dumb I should." I was in it. Genesis. I think I held. Well, it was it was firsts for me, right? It was about firsts in the cosmos, and Chihuahua was the first meme chain, and the firsts usually last. Oh, you there's Junibus before that, right? Yeah, is Juno a meme Chihuahua's, chain? Chihuahua's no, a fork of Juno. Yeah. Okay. Oh, your first meme chain. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. First, oh, I gotcha. First, yeah, first yeah. meme chain was Chihuahua. I gotcha. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I, I would say not getting in it or for me, it was not selling it. Like I, I literally I held all that. I just restaked it all. So right now I have 34 million Huawa worth 2,400 bucks. It's amazing. At the peak, that was probably what? That was, that was probably half a million dollars maybe at the peak. Something like that. Something oh my God. Well, it, it was a it. cent, right? So I, I have a million dollars worth of Huawa at peak price. Was it worth a penny? Is that what it was? It was worth yeah. a cent. Yep, we got it. That's the peak. One cent. Uh, so that was three hundred forty-two thousand for me. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh dear. But look at it this way, usurper. Like, uh, probably you know, from me keeping a lot of mine and you keeping a lot of yours, then we've saved probably some people who were buying it. I guess by not making it cheaper for them. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's that's that feels good. Thanks, man. <laughs> all right, so I guess worst business. I, I guess decision. what I mean is, for all the money going out, there's got to be money going in, right? So, uh, yeah, that's well for that chain. That's the that's the whole thing. Unfortunately, okay. So we got we got two options. I think from that discussion, we've got not selling coins, and I think all three of you got in on Huawei. So I think it, it that's my private private pain. They're the not getting in of, yeah. of just not taking it seriously and just yeah, not yeah. Really like being, being above thinking that I was smarter than Huawei is, is the dumbest thing uh, that I've done this year was just a bit like, but, but it also goes to, you know what, maybe there's a broader point there, which is just not trying to second guess things too much because half the time you're right. And half the time you're wrong. Right. Yeah. Cause we, you know, we joined the, the passage valve set. Where's that now we've got involved in other chains and they've gone, kind of nowhere right um what and the fuck is going on with passage i don't know I think anything right now we're going to take a very serious look at decommissioning that validator next week probably will do probably going to pull the plug on quicksilver too oh we're out of the set already so that's like a yeah we were kind of out of the set and the validator infra is expensive so yeah. um what do we think of nolas of what notice I think that was pretty interesting. Uh, I haven't done a too deep a dive in it. That one's the like lending platform, right? But a more different lending platform. Yeah, they they like contacted me fucking like six months ago and sent me their deck. I have to go back and like reread it because it seemed like a pretty good concept at the time. I just can't remember what the fuck it was. I think it's a different type of lending platform. Um, it's a fairly unique system of lending. Um, I can't remember the specifics. Uh, that's why I hired a biz dev guy so that I don't need to remember the specifics too much. But he he was pretty confident. And he's... Um, Erdemann is uh, skeptical at best of most crypto projects. So... Are you in their testnet? Uh, I am, yeah. Like I'm in their testnet, but I'm not in their testnet. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm not like active, like in the active yeah, me set. Neither. But that doesn't matter. Um, you can still, they, they allow you to be in mainnet if you're not in the active set right now, because most of their active set is themselves in their testnet right now. Ah, uh, copy. Um, yeah, they did say like, you don't have to be, I don't think you even have to be in the testnet to be in the mainnet, but whatever. Whatever. Like it, it's not incentivized or anything in the testnet. So. Yeah, yeah. They're just testing this shit. All right, moving on. Okay, next one. We've got drum roll. Best chain. 
Best chain of 2022? Best chain of 2022 and this is not like just just for those of you listening at home you're thinking hey is this like that that cosmoverse thing where they were like most decentralized chain stuff this is not any of those those shit metrics or however they (laughs) they pick those things right this is exactly this is we we have spent days crunching thousands of of terabytes of data to come up with can can i go first sure terra classic terra classic no, it's definitely Osmo. Osmosis is best chain. Best chain. Okay. I want to hear why Terra Classic is the best chain. <laughs> Do you want to hear why Terra Classic? <laughs> Maybe best shit chain is that what you meant? Basically, yeah. <laughs> the the one that whenever I was thinking sarcasm, the one that would really hit, and that Terra Classic was that TC. one for me. I mean, Terra Classic was the biggest fucking disaster in all of uh, Cosmos this year. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't want to talk too bad about Terra right now, so I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) Soy2 says Osmosis did nothing in 2022. It doesn't need to do anything, but exist. Osmosis became the hub in 2022. Yeah, like they only launched sort of mid to late 21 anyway, right? So... Their whole existence has been 2022. They were up to like bullshit amounts of TVL at one point and then, you know, sort of petered down to nothing now. But still, I think um, I, I'm sure then they're still doing improvements to the chain and that type of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I was most in terms of like, in terms of the best chain, it's osmosis. It's the, it's the most used. It's the most, got the most volume of anything. It's got the most transactions of anything. I just don't get it. Why I, would think if it's anything else? I don't even I, validate there, and I still think it's the best. I would love to say that Secret's the best chain. I would love to be able to say that, but I would love to be able to run a fucking node on Secret. <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, I have a ton of servers specifically for Secret, and only a single one made it through this latest upgrade and there's been so much i don't want to say mismanagement because that's that's not fair to the secret labs team the community has eaten itself so hard that that's cosmos it's not the same chain that it was 12 months ago it's just not this ecosystem loves to eat itself that's like its favorite thing it it's part of the governance thing, man. It's governance gives everyone a voice, and when you give everyone a voice, they fight with each other. <laughs> it loves to eat itself. Ooh, yeah, Ben Davis, Evmos for stopping the bear market pain for three or four months. That's a great call out. I think Evmos single handedly kept kept a lot of us afloat. Um, it did well over the summer for sure. Yeah, and then epically fell off a cliff. That's overnight. another chain. That's another chain. I was like, Cosmosm of the fucking future. I don't need to get involved. We, 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 people were telling us get involved in Evmos. We were like, Cosmosm's the future. Don't need so to be the, yeah. fr- the fray Jake said to me, Jake Hartnell, back, like when I said, where should I be focused my, focusing my attention, Jake? He said, <laughs> he goes, the biggest, um, because the biggest chain in Cosmos is going to be Evmos. <laughs> As Jake Hartnell at the start of 22. Man, I'm pretty, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure I remember him specifically being surprised that 
I was uh, that I would actually follow through with being as much of a cosmo as a maxi that I would not validate. It was like, but hang on, wait, 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 hold up, what have you done? <laughs> kind of thing. I was like, what? Isn't this what we do? You back a thing you believe, or okay, whatever. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Shulzi, I, I cut you off there. What were you going to say? Oh, I I was in Atmos's original testnet, and it was a massive shit show to say the least. Um, and so that made me pretty bearish on it at the start. Um, it wasn't until I started following what they're actually doing that I got a little more excited about it. Cause like, I think that I think the only way to stay in the active set in the very beginning was to like retweet and post memes on Twitter. Yeah. I was in the active set and like number one for like a week or something. And then they sent out and then they just completely changed all the rules. So the only way you could stay in on Admos was to be wildly active, which I, I appreciate the, the, they want to build the community, but I think building the community doesn't have the same rules as like building a, a good validator set. Like they should, those two should not be intermixed in my opinion. Um, and so I felt pretty, pretty bearish on it at that point. I- um, I feel your sentiment like this, the testnet was just way too much fucking involvement for non-validator related stuff. Well, and then the people that were on all the testnets, they didn't actually get the rewards. They were never actually delegated to for being in the testnet. Right. So it's like, who? Uh, I don't think any did that. Yeah, that never I don't, came I don't through, think, right? Yeah, no one ever ended up getting any testnet rewards. I don't think so, that right? I'm aware of. They Correct. just totally Not shafted it. everyone. Yes. Yeah. Well... And then, uh, you know, I, I think I they might have been sniffing their own farts a bit too much with the fucking <laughs> price of the token, and they didn't want to crash it by giving it to all the degenerate validators for them to sell. Could be, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Frey, like you're... When, you're, when you're in a when you're in a room with your own scent and you just keep producing, <laughs> you just don't really want to leave, do you? Hotbox yourself. <laughs> just hotbox it. Free your your best chain twenty twenty two, best chain twenty twenty two. Ah, it's got to be Juno. It's got to be Juno for me, just because it's it's been the it's been the best and the and the worst. I guess it, it's taken up the most time. It's been the most heartache. Uh, purely purely on execution, I would say maybe Stargaze. Yeah, it's been very smooth, very well executed for the most part. Like. Uh, yeah, we've obviously had Jake. Uh, we've obviously had Jake, and we've obviously had Shane, and we've obviously had Jorge on the podcast before to talk through things. And you know, obviously, a lot of the <clears throat> product roadmap is, I'd say, more Shane probably. Um, but it's it's been tightly executed. It's been well done. They've they've done a lot of things that other chains should have done, like cashing out money into stables in the right way, um, paying people in those forming longer term plans around the product and the roadmap and stuff in just a way that there's been consistent things happening and you've and that's been especially obvious during this bear market that things have still been happening and i think if you're a builder paying don to shill (laughs) yeah uh and if you've like if you look at it from the point of view of like a a a dap developer or something like that if i was looking i mean I, i actually wouldn't be looking at deploying a dap right now because what's the point you're gonna make money off it um might as well not bother um 
Mm, okay, maybe not, maybe that's a bit strong. But even so, um, like one of the chains I'd be looking at would be Stargaze to get permission to launch there because they have actually put together a a, a, a product that that is a bit more of an actual proof of the app chain thing. It's more consistent. It has a conceptual story to it. Um, so I think that's that. That's very well done. To be fair to them. Um, and, and there are very few other teams, I think, that have managed to actually ship and then continue that momentum and actually build a product rather than just ship and then fuck off with the cash. Um, you know, Desmos, Starname, whatever. There are a lot apologies if they're shipping loads of shit and I'm just not aware of it. But, you know, a bit of a shit post, but people were asking us when we were doing the HAL stuff, which obviously yeah, economically at the moment, we've, we're just like in, in limbo with that. But people were like, what about Desmos? It's like, well, you can, we're already ahead of Desmos's roadmap, like thanks to Cosmwism. So that's another thing I think that Stargaze did really well, which was identify they had would have a quicker velocity with Cosmwism and go that way even though they had the in-house capacity to build SDK modules and a lot of experience there. So there's actually like a number of things, both on the product side and on the kind of technical discipline side, where I think they've done a really good job. And mm -hmm. in addition, and this is an interesting one from the perspective of Juno, is that I think they haven't been hurt by running permissioned Cosmwism, mm -hmm. um, which is really interesting, actually, I think as a model, which is, I think everybody has assumed that the ETH model of just launch whatever the fuck you want is a great model. And it's like, oh, in an app chain world, actually maybe having a consistent product story about why people want to deploy on your zone and what the synergies are there is actually a better model, potentially. And I, I think Stargaze has been at the, at the front of that. I think I would throw behind that if... The current implementation was a little different. I think that ideally um, there'd be something more to the effect of you get permission to initially launch. So there'd be the initial governance proposal, but then after that, then there's iteration. You wouldn't need to go back to the, the chain for every single iteration that you need to do. Like you look at Kajira, they're at prop 140, I believe, because any iteration requires yet another prop, and it's so cumbersome, so fucking so annoying. Oh, what to migrate the code of a smart contract? Just anything is a fucking proposal. It's annoying as shit. Yeah, maybe that could uh, maybe that could be streamlined by instead of ha like having having but the, some mechanism. The thing is too is that they're fucking it. two day proposals. Like, I don't mind there being twenty fucking proposals as long as they're like a week long, so you can just batch them up one day and go through them and vote on them. But like you literally have to be voting every other day on Kujira. It's fucking annoying. On a related point, Soyti Studio says Kuji shipped a lot in 2022, which I don't know if that's a vote for Kuji, but that I guess is is pertinent to the conversation at hand. And Ben Davis has said in the chat, Atom didn't halt in 2022. Does is that enough to make it the best? Yeah, Spicy. Meet that criteria. Spicy, but maybe. Yeah. Validators also collectively made 35 cents on Kajira over the year. <laughs> if you round up. <laughs> I mean, that's if you don't take into account expenses. My vote was also for Stargaze this year. I, 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 you know, I have a lot of respect for that team and obviously work closely with them on RPC API side. And I think just the, the release quality and the lack of drama, the, the number of monthly users keeps growing. It's a real product um, that, 
has utility and will continue to grow and those types of things and the num- the types of nfts will change over time and they launch names and now you have this badges thing from larry and some other types of stuff so they're finding ways to to be able to do that you're gonna have cross-chain nfts coming here soon um and all that stuff is kind of cool the osmosis thing i agree with I you know as well it's just for me like that that platform only succeeds if the rest of the cosmos succeeds it's it literally does nothing else but help facilitate other successes and so i i don't think the best chain can be something that is dependent on real value and and from my perspective there's a more than shuffling coins around this this other one has real value but that's like saying, I kind, that's like I kind of see that the, the other way around because all you do is you deploy it, you use it to package software, and it's like, well, it is itself software. Like, yeah, it doesn't make it the best chain. Does it make it utility? So I, yeah. I, I see that the other way, you server. I, I see it as all of the other chains can't survive without osmosis. I don't think so. They need it. They have SIF chain. They need it. <laughs> Add. <laughs> Should we okay, move on to shittiest chain? <laughs> Should we well, move? On to- yeah, I go have ahead. Point to make. First, SIFChain is actually making blocks again. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I can't really say too much because I'm not on it. Uh, either. I would kind of throw in there that I might put Nomic up there as one of the best chains because I really appreciate that they are in so-called stake net and they're not forcing them to be in mainnet in order to make a ton of money. At first, it really annoyed me that they're in this so-called stake net, um, but there have been so many chains that launched with no product and then they, you know, create huge incentives on osmosis, spike their price, team sells, and then the price tanks. The Nomic team is one of the few I can think of that I think they started in 2021. And throughout the entire year, they never pushed to mainnet so that, mainnet, so that they could, you know, IBC over and, you know, make it rich quick. I really, really appreciate the way they've gone about it. Can so to, to that end, hang on, to that right. end, Omniflix. They are still, they're not the most popular um, NFT platform. Obviously, Stargaze is currently more popular. But, I mean, they're still building and shipping products, don't even have a token. And right, they're on yeah. Magnet, so yeah, that's, no inflation and everything else, admirable. right? They haven't. Mm-hmm. They haven't pushed to like make a token and pump it. Um, right. They're just allowing everybody else to use other IBC tokens. So I think that's pretty good as well. Yep. That end, Shilty. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I just want to like throw out, throw in Nomics cool. I like the model. I like the mm-hmm. fact it's written ground up in Rust. I like the fact that um, the team are very approachable. And uh, hey, <laughs> Sisler's in the chat. Hey, Sisler. Love what you guys are doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. W in the chat. Um, but yeah, like also Nomic team, really, really cool, really helpful. I had some contact with Matt Bell, who's one of the main people um with trying to hook them up with the the CWSDK effort and also asking a bunch of dumb questions about the Merck implementation. In hindsight, I was way too burned out at that point to be digging into somebody else's implementation of the data store underneath Cosmos and be like, what's going on here? Um, but very, very nice, very, very smart humans um, doing something really useful. And hopefully like some of that work will also end up being used outside of just Nomic um, in these new efforts as well. So big, big positive energy about Nomic. 
um, from this corner as well. Um, I, so I think that gives us, th- we got three main options there. Uh, I, I don't like anything that's a bridge, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> okay, so we got, I think we've got no mix stargaze osmosis, honorable mention for, for Omniflix, I guess, but, but mm-hmm. I think it's the, it's the other three. What are we saying, lads? Well, I was really making a statement about Nomic. I don't think they really count since they're not in mainnet. And since we haven't differentiated, I think I'll okay. make a point now that it has to be in mainnet. All right. Okay, cool. So okay. then let's go Osmo or Stars. Yeah. Which one? Only one, two, two, en- two chains enter, one, en- one chain leaves. <laughs> I suppose, like, in terms of engagement and enjoyment, probably Stargaze. But I think, you know, if there's different categories, <laughs> economically speaking and user-based speaking, I think Osmosis would take the crown. But- uh, the conf- I, I would say only that uh, uh, conferences, so both the, the two that I've been to, Lisbon last year, Prague in the spring, mm-hmm. uh, having an Osmosis sticker was like the coolest thing you could get. Like the, there was a kind, there is an energy around teams in the space as well as like like all builders, all devs, or whatever. There's like an energy around Wasmington and Osmo and stuff, and obviously Stargaze. Like I said, great product, um, love the team and stuff. But like the kind of the meme around it as well, I think is really strong, and like the positive energy is also really strong. So bad kids. Bad kids. Oh fuck! How do we not do that as the meme? That should have been in one of the options. Well, okay, we but we we moved on. We mm-hmm. didn't think of it at the time. We, we moved on. It at the time. Well, Bad hold kids. on though. Bad kids almost was like brought up because of Pokachu though. So I think that that kind of falls as a subsection of Pokachu. Are you saying that the bad kids work for Pokachu, not the other way around? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, Are you saying that the the bad kids' success is, comes down to Pokachu in turn? I think that it. I think Pokachu in turn certainly contributed to it. Yes, because he shielded pretty hard, um, and I know others were also happy, like enjoyed it because it's great. I enjoy, I enjoyed it as well, but consistently, Pokachu was like, "Hey." Check out what I've got. Hey. <laughs> Pop okay, these that's... bags, yo. Um, okay, so Null, you going Osmo? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Osmo. Yeah. Usurper, you're going Stargaze? Sure. Short C. I think that I need to go with Osmo from the community side. Um, and if we're counting Kepler as part of Osmosis, which I feel like you kind of have to, then osmosis in a very real sense enabled is enabling the cosmos until something supplants it like star shell or leap or there's one or two other uh wallets that are coming out and a couple of others yeah yeah then i think that i think that just by the existence of kepler that osmosis has to be the chain of 2022 and I'm going for Stargaze, which means that we're, t- we're two for two. Okay, so right, let's leave first, it. first person in the chat to throw in an opinion is going to sway it. So I think uh, uh, I think Adam wins the crown for most like pivot flops. Pivot flops? I'm not sure that's a category, but yes. Uh, what <laughs> we can add it? Greatest attempt to try and find utility. Uh, <laughs> How about that one? Yeah. The, most the, amount of money spent trying to find utility. Give it the college try award. Um, 
Wow. Okay. Stars. Stars is unilaterally in the chat. Wow. Yeah. That's that's Three, decisive. Four. Yeah. Okay. The wow. Yeah. All right, in. chat. Let's just delete Osmo and see how you go with your fucking stuff. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Shittiest chain. No, of literally everyone. Literally no, everyone. Shittiest. Did, did actually delete Osmo from the spreadsheet as he said that. <laughs> um, I just want to move so, on. Uh, everyone stars. <laughs> Fuck it. Just nuke Osmo. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Best tombstone of the year. Best tombstone. Oh, it has to be steak, steak like Moro. I have to agree. Cause, yeah, cause 100%. The, because of the meme that came from it. Was there, wh- like, and well, it was twice, right? Was there two? Did they say, I thought they, didn't they tombstone twice? Like, I think one, so. Uh, I thought yeah, one of them. Well, no, I think they tombstoned once and then they just fell out because they're oh, they just hanging so much shit on them. Down like Mo became a meme. <laughs> so I was going to say stay like Mo, but then I was like, um, is it Block Demon I'm thinking of who tombstone twice? No, I think Block well, Demon. Well, they was... tombstone two validators, didn't they? They tombstone yeah, the white labeling. Yeah, theirs and their white label. I, that's what I voted for too, because that was. I mean, they're they're like a professional outfit. It's not like three guys in a dream, right? Um, and also, they they were on stage at Cosmoverse. No, not Cosmoverse. Uh, Gateway doing one of the main talks where they were like, "We're a great validator." <laughs> Um, we have all these processes. We're not like one of those you know, garage band validators where it's just somebody in a, it, it in in their loft that might tombstone you, right? And that's yeah. perhaps there was no there was but, no meme. The phrase there was no meme. There wasn't a meme. That's, that's true. true. It could be most surprising might be black. I'm going but you're right. Sake like I'm going to switch be. my vote. It's it's right. down like Mo. We'll we'll, those, we'll those other guys definitely had the most confusing fucking explanation. Yeah, we ran some Ansible scripts. Like, totally we double Ansible scripts. Like, what the we hell? did some things. We're not quite sure, but the thing seems to be broken now. <laughs> it's like well, you we're setting up new validators. Sort of out, Poindexter. You know, um, <laughs> it's like throwing it's shit English, in the corner. Poindexter. Exactly. English. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit. Do something, Dev. Um, okay, uh, we're, we're about to get to another spicy one, but before we move on. Uh, best NFT collection of 2022. Mm. This is one of the ones I did. I, I'll admit, I did sneak this one in there. This one but... he snuck in. Have you just done this now? You've yeah, just... he did. Shush. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. While you're going off on osmosis, he snuck it in there. It's bad kids, no. isn't it? It's bad kids. It's the blue chip. No, it's, it's Terrapunks. It... <laughs> what? I mean, okay, I'm going to put, put bad kids out there. Which started off as a joke in like April or whatever. It was like, no, bad kids is the real blue is the real blue chip. There's some it's cool the technology real MVP, behind it. Yeah, it's for a, sure. It's, yeah, but you know, I just don't want to admit that because I don't want to pump Don's bags. <laughs> okay, well, you've all got like five seconds to disagree with bad kids. Otherwise, I'm going to type it in the in the spreadsheet. It's bad kids. Oh, <laughs> once it's typed, it's done. Once uh, it's typed. I've got the keys in the spreadsheet. <laughs> I don't know if it's entirely fair. Uh, on Secret, there was the Anons, and at one point they were going for like ten thousand dollars each. I think that was the floor. So if we're going by Yeesh. floor price, Anons. No, well, I'm not really basing mine on floor price. I'm like basing. I'm mine going by like, enduring meme yeah, and like. Okay, like, then I'll give to back. Do people want? Do people want them? Like total, are they going to proliferation endure? in Twitter? So total volume. I'm looking at Hubble. See what's in there. So the 
is is this only Stargaze? This might be only Stargaze, right? I think this. I mean, is only if Stargaze. we're going like those passage things were selling for like four hundred bucks in Adam, right? When they came out, so yeah. This one has Stargaze Punks being well. It has more. It has more sales and more volume and blah blah blah. But Bad Kids is number two. I mean, what has more volume than Bad Kids? Stargaze Punks. I should go for the Genesis um, things, shouldn't I? Really, Uh, glitch candies because bought (laughs) because you're balls deep in them. Hey, look! In our in our office, we have we have a a one meter. Is it one meter? It might be that big, like a, a glitch candy up on the wall. Uh, it, it does look pretty pretty gangster. Um, so you know there is that. Just a frame of your bad decisions. Worst business decision of twenty twenty two: buy six glitch I candies. Sp- I, sp- I spent both make believe money and real money on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to add to the insult. <laughs> uh, Sporthy is correct. Uh, they said Secret has those Quentin Tarantino FTs. Yes, that is correct. Mm. Uh, however, the Anons, the Anon Dow actually owns the NFTs because they pooled multiple million dollars in order to buy them. Um, so again, that comes Jeez. back to Anons and how big they were. Like, are we are we limiting the the scope to just Cosmos? Because of course, don't forget the Trump NFT. Cosmos making money. Definitely Cosmos. Pull us out of the bear. Okay. So next question. So we're going to go, we're going with, we're going with bad kids. Sure. Uh, Oh, we didn't, I see no writing for shittest chain. We didn't, we didn't do shittiest chain. We didn't do shittiest chain. What's the shittest chain 2022? Let's go. Wait a minute. Ben Davis saying he got fucking 3k for exchange plan. That's fucking crazy. (laughs) Is that true? Don't they have Who one the fuck would pay? <laughs> and we thought we were good at well, this. Well, I game. mean, so, you know, here's here's the thing, right? Presumably, they're not going to like do the airdrops and shit for Strange Plan until the market turns around. Yeah. So, all of those like Town One NFTs get double the, the airdrop of like the Town Two NFTs plus like a bunch of other benefits. So, the economic benefit of those is yet to be seen. Is that and, uh, and that none well, of those games are out right right now? It's just it's just selling NFTs. Is that really what it is yeah, at this they, point? They just haven't done dick. They've just like they've sold the dream. They've sold the dream. Well, there's yeah. also Orbital Apes, and they uh, have gotten specific airdrops for them from like Territory and I think one other chain. So they've also made some profit off of that. Yep. To say nothing on of most, right on Evmos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit is chain. Come on. Shit is I chain. Let's go. Is I mean, Cerberus is shittiest chain for me makes like Cerberus started kind of. It's going to sound awful. Their, their expectations were low, right? So it's difficult to call it the shittiest chain just because it didn't do anything because the expectations were going to do anything, right? So that's it's tough there, to just call it shittiest. There's definitely like, there's definitely shittier chains that like persistence. Yeah. And plus, there's like a there's like people actually care about that 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 persistence. Yeah, I wasn't gonna get into that. I I wrote I wrote I wrote Sif Chain, and the reason I wrote Sif Chain was just from the just the governance clusterfuck to the ownership to somebody just finally walking away and shutting it down, like not even like having a like having the 
like just leave it up until the community, like at least you decide what you're going to do with it or you find somebody to hand it off, but just to turn the fucking thing off, be like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> like that I, was, look, I, that was, I that's pretty, that's, that's pretty move. shitty. That's brave. It's yeah. It's a brave move. You take, you take other like shitty chains, um, like fucking Sentinel. Sentinel's broken. Doesn't do shit. Got no point to have a chain. Still there. Just Still fucking there. turn it off. I Get would some balls, give- turn it up. Sif chain and echelon. I think those are my two shittest chains of the oh, year. Oh yeah, echelon. That's where they call that guy. They're calling names on Twitter and shit like "fuck yes. you" or whatever it was. Yep, that's the one. And he started throwing <laughs> racist rants around. That's that right. EVM. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I echelon, I think, one. was like the second EVM chain to pop up after Edmos. Is it still around or is it gone? Oh no, it's still around. The, still around? the founder guy he messaged me like a week ago. Or recently, and he was like, "Hey, how can I get back into your good graces?" And I was like, no, "I'm not even gonna respond." Like, eh. What's what's? The, I want to be in your good graces, Shizzy. What's the line from the the end of the second series of the thick of it? Uh, oh, I know what you can do. You can uh, write this down. You can go go and find a hostel nearby. Uh, get into a bathtub and take an overdose of barbiturates. How does that work for you? <laughs> Well, I think Rama was the one that uh, that brought one to, that to light, right? Or was that uh, CRX three sixty or whoever? About the echelon craziness? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember. It was it was pretty ugly. It was it was fun though. That's all right. That that's a good that's a that's a good one. I think Rama in the chat even shouted out Asset Mantle, which I was like, yeah, is that even a chain that launched? Yeah, really? That launched this year? What what do they do? Upset Rama. They're one of those scandal, circle right? jerk of fucking chains, right? Yeah, isn't that, isn't that part of the persistence? Mental yeah, yeah, yeah. Persistence, yeah. <laughs> the circle jerk of chains, is what you called it. <laughs> circle staking. Circle staking. <laughs> circle staking, that's right. Sorry, staking. Especially yeah. <laughs> 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 circle staking. <laughs> um, How are we going to get to a winner on this one? This is going to take forever. It's tough to. I don't know. Like, I, I feel know. like this is where we need an ETF of shit chains to vote on. We need like a DAO just to vote on the worst shit chain. Yeah, it's difficult. This one, isn't it? This I one's mean, tough. Is it I mean, total grab bag of chains you can chuck into a nice fucking shit chain ETF. <laughs> Echelon's my number one because I think it's the one that started the exodus and making it okay to leave a chain. Sif chain, things are going awry, but still yeah. people didn't leave it. Echelon, right. people were like, all right, I guess this is the time we're actually leaving now. Yeah. And so Kerberos had a proposal that was drag Kerberos back to hell. I mean, so good. Yeah. That's good though. Like I'm, I'm down. Like that's not, that's a, that's an opposite shit chain type of move. I think. Right. I I agree. I don't think that's a shit chain type of, type of. Yeah. Turning the thing off is a shit chain move. Like just like, fuck you. Just just fucking shut the (laughs) website down. At least they had a proposal. Let's kill this thing. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, (laughs) I guess I guess there's there's two there's two types on there. There's the promise a lot, deliver nothing, which is either scam or foiled ambition. And then there's um there's the other one, right? Which is that you kind of promise nothing, do nothing. <laughs> that's Kerberos. So like what shitter? What shitter? Is it tis tis better to live by the slings and arrows, something, 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 great fortune, and then lost? Sif <laughs> uh, chain, or better to you know just be shit from get go, like Kerberos. 
today. I, I think it's I think it's a former. That's the definition. But but there's still how many we have like at least a good ten or twelve. Nominees, Ooh, Galaxy right? meme chain shouted out by Soy Two Studio. Somebody else shout out Dig. Did Dig, Dig ever do anything? Dig's a hot take. Whoever says Dig, you have Gadikin going down your throat for that. <laughs> That's I mean, up there. Dig started and produced empty blocks for a year. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. D- is Dig still running? I think Dig so, is still running. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Does yep. it do anything? Makes blocks. No. Empty blocks. I mean, that's the same as a lot of chains in the bear market, let's be honest. Um, I mean, all of the circle staking chains presumably just create empty blocks. Hey, key- speaking of chains that do nothing, Keychain, that does nothing, right? Keychain? Uh, well, it does they- nothing to the public eye. Like, it, there is, they've got their own platform that they run with their investors, It's but it's not like really much of a community based thing. Well, and they are they are um, developing some sort of card game. I don't remember it offhand, but they do have things actually in the pipeline and actively being developed. So if we're looking like their GitHub activity, um, I wouldn't call it a shit chain. Okay, fair enough. There you fair go. Um, okay, we're going to need it's to. Not, make, it's not we're universally gonna... liked by everyone, but they are doing <laughs> stuff. We're going to need to make a call on this one. So I'll go with that, Shalon. I kind of I agree with I like Schultz's call. I could, I could, I could say I could, I could agree with Echelon because that was a, that was a pretty big shit show. Yeah. Um, all right, okay, Echelon, shittest chain of 2022. Let's go. <laughs> all right, we down to the last one. I think we've got two left. We've got. Uh, Are you adding more as we're typing? Maybe. No, no, no. Line 22. Line <clears throat> row row 22. B 22. Oh. If you like in the yes. spreadsheet. Best. Oh no! Wait, that was best tombstone. I'm an idiot. We've already done that one. Um, oh, B23. Yeah. Best all round drama of 2023, 2023, 2022. Oh, best so all around drama. Best. All I around. mean, Prop 16. It's just there's no comparison. There's truly no comparison. The only thing that could make us like go to lawyers and be like, listen, <laughs> are we all going to jail? And oh, for yeah. the lawyers to follow, up, yes. <laughs> I oh my god! Like the the existential answers it provoked as well. Where it's just like, but really, what is regulation? I was angry at you for even having this as a category just now. Like you just saying that as a category just made me almost fucking instantly angry. Sorry. Oh, that's like that's that's the provocation of Prop sixteen internally now. It's just fucking makes me angry. (laughs) <laughs> well okay and then and then coming out like the whale does all this research and finds that wolf contract was the one that was actually selling on everyone so good <laughs> yeah, funny. Oh, and then publish a youtube video of their private chat because it turned out that they had an existing agreement where right they were basically bankrolling shit and it was it was so sketchy the whole thing just had like twist yep. and turn after twist and turn and they it never like crazy. they followed through with everything the, the fact the fact that the whale always like kept consistent and then it would like turned out like wolf contract was the villain all along it's just like, <laughs> it was it, it was wild like the <laughs> the whole the whole insane i 
I, I had such a nervous break. Like it, it wasn't even a nervous <laughs> breakdown because I felt like at the time I was still fine. But in hindsight, like, yeah, just like I look back at some of the email conversations with the lawyers and stuff. And I'm just like, no, but, but this is, this is, yeah, this is just boys and boys and stuff. And I'm just being like, you need to really seriously consider your exposure to blah, blah. And I'm just like, blah, 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 really? Yeah, you know? yeah. And like, you look back at it, you're like, oh my God, that was just, everybody was, was in a high stress state of mass delusion. <laughs> On like, That's right. like I, I think out of everybody, you were every definitely single. you were stressing yourself out way more than anyone else. Like I remember, just the the group chat, and you were just oh, like so fucking not, stressed out. It's not a good time. But also, yeah, the like I think yeah, you know, there was the whole like having the program side of it as well. But just a the whole bit. thing I remember was just fucking. There was I didn't quite a lot as well of behind the scenes having to get people to even work together the, like the, the the unfunny bit of it was the amount of actual genuine internecine strife it created like in a really meaningful way that took a lot of a lot of mediating to even take because i think from the beginning of the prop 16 drama to when it even looked like we had a way through was three and a half weeks and in that time, the token price tanked, and then we got hit with the cyber attack at the end. So we had just about worked out that the path forward might be, uh, we might actually be able to implement the idea of uh, there might be a smart contract way out of this yeah. um, blockage. And then we got hit with the cyber attack. And then <clears throat> that threw up <laughs> a lot more shouting and screaming and stuff again for the next four weeks. So it kind of all blurs into one where there's just this period from like whenever it was March the 10th or something through to about the 20th of May, where there's just like two and a half, three months of just seven days a week, absolute bloodbath really in hindsight. Um, well, it, it was the harbinger of the bear market for the cosmos, right? So not only was it this drama, it was also suddenly the price drops 50%. I mean, I feel like it might've been a little bit coincidental, but yeah, I think close. The, the big problem is, is that that did happen and they coincided very closely together. And I think that a lot of people blame the whole fucking drama for like the downfall of Juno. But I keep saying to people, it was the fucking, it was the community's will. Like, you know, everyone was on Twitter screaming for whale blood and just being completely fucking unreasonable. And now it everyone look reflects on it and goes, Oh, the fucking devs and the validators, like like no, fucking hell, man. This is just not the way it happened. Like people have completely changed the whole fucking scenario in their heads. It's weird. Yeah. But then, you know, the flip side of it is that there are a lot of fundamental problems with DPOS and governance and something like that was going to happen. It just happened to be that was the thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like in hindsight, it's also true that it needed to happen and it needed to be, and it was going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> I think what the extent to which it got out of hand, the cyber attack then the just all of it really um 
it 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 was wor- it was probably worse than it needed to be <laughs> but something like it was going to happen and arguably needed to happen you know with the be- well like i say with the benefit of hindsight um but it probably is the best all round drama though actually rama has brought up a good point bro prop 82 nazis etc um which i guess like is there is also a much more kind of because the whale thing, you can argue, even a lot of the people who acted or screamed at each other in, ba- in somewhat bad faith at times were just very passionate about the subject. And there was a lot of bad faith arguing, but there were a lot of people who just got caught up in it as well. There is a much more insidious thing that has been kind of sort of bubbling along the surface for all this time. And a lot of the time was kind of just not present, which like came to the surface with all that sort of stuff. Which is, oh my God, there are people just walking behind you. No, that is so funny. Um, <laughs> they're just checking their phones. Um, they're uh, <laughs> completely oblivious to anything that's going on around them as well. Completely uh-huh. oblivious to being on the premiere technical podcast <laughs> in the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, those three people, best bystanders of 2022. Um, <laughs> but actually, there, there's been this storm brewing about essentially anti Semitism in the Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, that did come out quite uglyly towards the end of the year as well. And I, d- I don't think I would vote for this as best drama because it is very ugly and it's not fun. And we're trying to kind of do something a little bit fun, but I guess that does need to be acknowledged, which is that, <clears throat> yeah, the cosmos is a rudderless ship. <laughs> and, the, you know, at least from a, from a, from a kind of high level it would be a it it has the opportunity to be a lot better if there weren't essentially trolls at the top of the funding hierarchy the organizational hierarchy of the original organization that birthed the ecosystem something like that i don't know quite how to phrase that but that's what that entire you know episode so, showed so prop 16 anyway, basically moving on. <laughs> can, we, can we just call prop 16 yeah that's a winner we just got the prop 16. Yeah, okay. Right. Let's we'll go back. Let's ignore the rest of this. Oh, hey, so, um, you know, before they were trying to uh, get uh, Rama to actually come on with us, and he was complaining that he couldn't do it because he was like out with his family. Yeah. And I just wanted to point out again, although I did this earlier on when Rama wasn't here, but Rama, I've gone to this type of effort. I'm in a fucking park in some town. I drove an hour this morning to get here away from my campsite. So that I could come here, so I wouldn't miss an episode. Of oh my the game god! Of look Node. behind you! Look behind you now! Look behind you! It's Rama. <laughs> it's, <a blue> <laughs> it's not. It's not Rama. <laughs> I did so get all, Rama, I'm, right? all I'm saying is that Rama couldn't have been bothered to go to a park bench somewhere to jump on the show. Now, now he's going to miss out on those sweet community funds that we're going to put in for. Yeah, we were <laughs> you gonna, could have been a part of that, dude. But no, we were going to vote you into the <laughs> community <laughs> pool fund thing. Is yep. this a DAO? Is this a DAO? <laughs> um, okay, it's um, always a DAO. <laughs> the answer is always a DAO. The question is: the question is not, do you need a DAO? The question is, when do you need a DAO? Um, right. The question should be, why is this not already a DAO? Followed by, is this already a DAO? Um, Ask not what the DAO can do for you. Ask what you can do for the DAO. 
Wait, can we put that on? We should we should redo our Twitter poll. <laughs> we should redo our Twitter <laughs> <of> merch options. <laughs> so Rama, by the way, says, Noel, show me your unhappy wife and child. I left my unhappy wife and screaming child at the campsite. So I found here. <laughs> did you, did you do that? They're beating people up in the background. It's yeah. so weird. It does look like a green screen, but we know it's not. It's definitely real. It's right. just, it's, it is it's very. It's because of the lighting difference. It's fucking daylight as shit out there, and I'm in the shade. So, yeah, it just looks like it's painted on. It's, it's the, the effect. It's been freaking me out the entire podcast. It's really uncanny. Really, it's, really. It's not nearly something. yellow enough either. It's all fucked up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, where's like, the yellow? It should be like a yellow, <laughs> yellow tint, tint or something. Waked fright. Yeah. Um, okay. Final question then is yeah. three three best and three worst moments of of twenty twenty two. They can be anything in the cosmos. Uh, moments, business decisions, kind of just a general like things you want to call out. I guess. Uh, so, well, coming up with three is is hard on the spot, but I think for me, like, um starting my first validator validator was probably my biggest moment in the cosmos in this well i mean that wasn't even this year no, that was, really, last was year. like the end that of last, last year, year. fuck i don't know yeah yeah i don't know then uh okay well i'll kick it off with one of the Go best ahead. for me was the relaunch of juno after the first cyber attack i think that was the way the team pulled together the validators and everything like that like it was like i think regardless of anything that happened this year not only was that like kind of cool and awesome and but i think like it's one of those things that shorts was talking about before the show was like whatever you look at having happened this year there's like a huge amount you can learn from it and i think like absolute you know best things um would be like the 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 chain relaunch and then how smooth and when we got attacked the second time how smoothly that went when we had to relaunch second time was like directly related to that um so i'm gonna throw my, my second one out there would be the people I think that you know we've worked with. I think particularly, obviously, I'm, I'm biased towards this this podcast and the validators that, that that we all kind of work closely together. Even though we don't, we should in theory be competing, but I guess we sort of help each other out with advice and stuff like that. And also just having somebody that even understands the craziness of this life. I think it's also kind of group therapy, isn't it? So I say, you know, if we're doing best of the year, it would be you know in no particular order: Juno relaunch. The validators, the validator gang, the group chat, and the third best thing would be: I know it's shitty, but when you see a tombstone that is enjoyable, (laughs) 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 Uh, I I just—they're just funny. And this is the thing: I know karma means one day (laughs) it will come for me. You know, ask not for whom the shitty clip runs on Game of Nodes, (laughs) because it also will run for thee, but. I just it there is something about yeah we've talked so much about whether or not we should even have tombstoning but there is something inherently tragicomic about the whole thing and yeah that, I, that, I love how much you love it I love how much you love it <laughs> that you made a fucking a, a meme like clip yeah <laughs> just so you could run it every time there's a tombstone I love how excited you get when there's a new tombstone <laughs> wait who was it where was it 
How'd they fuck it yeah, up? Yeah, we got tombstones. Uh, oh, shit, I can do, do my, I can do my clip How'd again. How'd happen? I think, I think when you're just externalizing your own anxiety, it's a more enjoyable <laughs> experience. That's my, uh, that's my theory on that one. That's okay, so there's my, there's my three anyway. All right. I know the middle one's a bit soppy, so, you know, fuck off, you wankers. <laughs> well, I agree. Like, uh, you know, I think uh, one of the best things is about the community, and that's specifically, you know, the validated community, the group chat. This yep. show, I think, is a big, big one for us this year. Um, we're fucking forty-four episodes in, lads. Yep. Forty-four, three. Fuck, <laughs> forty-three. Yeah. I would throw in another yeah. Juno one. Uh, what is it? Uni the, the transition from Uni one to Uni two, the boot camp that like eight of us went through and half of us tombstone during. That was a lot of fun. That's yeah. one of my favorite. I, That's I, one I, of mine too. I always reference it because at the time it, it felt kind of stressful, but I think whenever all of us internalized that we're just kind of like, we're basically doing a boot camp and we're kind of experimenting. That's whenever I think validating the business kind of turned from kind of a hobby thing into more of a professional interest to me, because then I started to have a better understanding of like how the different slashing types works, what to look for, how can I debug the actual logs, what's going on here. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was a huge transition point for me. And I think it was for several of us and especially with the connections that we made afterward. Yeah. One of the big things is Schultzy that so many people haven't gone through that boot camp yet. Yeah. And fucking main net value. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That'd be yep. on my list too. I think that that uni one through whatever, when we did five Genesis like within three or four days or whatever. 2021 the though. It was twenty twenty one. Was it? Was the, it really? That was the Astarte. No, are you talking about the Astarte? Astarte. Astarte? Oh fuck! I started one really? one through five. Was that was, was December. It was three Jesus. weeks in December in in Advent twenty twenty one. Hence well, why there's the 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 block pain poem. The, oh, oh yeah! Right! Right! Right, right! Right! Dang it! All right, oh, I, fuck, I take it sucks. back then. <laughs> All right. Well, some of that was in January, right? Um. No, that that was early. I think that was that was right. That that actually started building. Well, I always thought coming into this ecosystem that the validator crew was a bit cold. Um, where in other ecosystems it was a lot more communication and whatever else. And this one was much more kind of fuck you. I that's why I kind of introduced into it. Uh, and people weren't really that helpful. I didn't think. Um, and maybe it's because of the competition within the set, which I which is different than other maybe some other ecosystems. Um, and then Juno, that Juno testnet changed all that. I think that for me it did. It, like it it. It separated who was helpful or who it wasn't. It kind of broke down some barriers. Um, it allowed people to understand who they were, um, like as a personal level versus just you know an, a, a moniker. Um, and I thought I, I thought it totally changed my opinion and and, and those types of things. Um, so I'm I'm sad that happened in 2021 because I totally thought that happened this year. <laughs> but whatever, it got better in Uni. Yeah, yeah, fuck a Saturday. It got better in Uni. Um, so I thought I that was one of my favorite moments. Even even the even the time, even though the stress around the invariant checking and all that kind of stuff, that was still something memorable. Um, because I know you guys were under because I wasn't part of the dev team, so I didn't have to worry about that stress. But just the kind of going through that I thought was really memorable and fun and one of the best moments. Um Game of Nodes definitely. I think that's this is on my list for sure. I thought just get yes, deciding we talked about it for a while before we actually did it. And um, I think and it was Noel who really pushed it over the cliff. He, to, yeah, to do it because yeah, we, sort of, we were more joking about it before Noel was actually like, "Let's do one next Wednesday." Right. I think yeah, we talked about it too. I think on a phone call beforehand, and you finally, you finally were like, 
let's let's schedule it and we did it right and then suddenly there's a stream yard and then we're live on youtube <laughs> what the hell? well once so, there's a fucking once there's a spreadsheet there's no turning back <laughs> there was a spreadsheet that's right so game i think this would be number two for me for sure third one i don't know i i i um i do a lot of work with the stargaze team i thought that was a real for me that's more personal than as a group thing but it's been a really great experience this year um i've just learned a ton around running, running some larger things at scale and kind of fault redundancy and other types of things. It's been really good to take some history and put it into practice. So that's been really a, a best moment for me this year too. Nice. I just want to read out for posterity, Block Payne's poem from the end of the Astarte testnet. So we've talked about this on the show before. The Astarte testnets, I think there were five of them in the end, in three weeks, um, to get Juno ready to launch Cosmosm because Juno launched without it because Cosmosm wasn't ready yet and it it stabilized in uh, just after Juno's launch and we te- tested it for two months and then ultimately launched it on I think the 16th of December and um, on the 12th of December 2021 um, uh, Block Payne wrote this little poem <laughs> On the 12th day of Christmas, Juno gave to me 12 days of testing, 11 Astarte validators, 10 Gov proposals, 900 Juno X tokens, 8 new releases, 7 testnet hard forks, 6 Gen TXs, 5% min commission, 4 Astarte networks, 3 gas adjustments, 2 IBC fixes, and a WASM module in the Git tree. <laughs> Sorry, and, yeah. uh, I forgot about that. That's still one of the funniest things I've ever seen in the Cosmos. <laughs> it was perfect. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, the, it's a shame the, that the bit at the end of that is just perfect. The Gitchin Git tree. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah. So and then I, I guess you know to, on the negative side of it, I think the three the three worst are probably closely tied to uh, to, to some of the the flip sides of those things. So I think the for me it would be the um, the negative stuff around Prop 16, like some of it's funny in hindsight, but actually like the negative stuff was pretty bad. Yeah. The, there were some financial implications, all that stuff. It's, it's kind of lame to talk about, but that kind of sucked. Um, the cyber attack, although in the end, I think it made the chain stronger when it actually happened. Uh, my pages started going off while I was spending the first quality time that I was spending with my dad after COVID in like two and a half years. Um, and I basically had to go, oh, what the fuck's this? Mm-hmm. Oh, we need to immediately stop what we're doing. And I need to go back to a desk where my laptop is immediately. And we were like two hours away from my laptop, which is probably one of the last times I was ever two hours away from my laptop. Um, so that was really hard, I think, for for both me and my family. And that I, I think from talking to other people, I think as well, like the the rush of like the bull and then the collapse into the bear has also been like not there have been moments i think for everybody it's been full-time or like you know working in some cases like working six seven days a week on this stuff in the last year um i think that's also taken a toll on people's like mental health and families and stuff like that and i think that's the other that, that probably is the other two right there worst things are just like i think work-life balance is very very hard to do as mm-hmm. either a dev in this ecosystem or a validator because if you're a dev you have to launch while time's good if you're a validator you're kind of second guessing everything and trying to work hard to 
take the edge off the risk but actually what you realize now and we can see clearly now in hindsight is actually it doesn't help you at all um you know it's beautiful or it's largely beyond your control i suppose which is maybe that's maybe a final good thing i guess i would take as the perspective of actually you could have had the work-life balance all along because when the bear comes you know cue yep. when the levee breaks by led zeppelin yeah and there we go so for me i think definitely hit the nail on the head the abuse of prop 16 was terrible to see i hated it and it just made that whole time that whole couple of months just fucking shit to be around and it's yeah just specifically the abuse out of it is just completely fucking unnecessary and the way people were acting was just absolutely fucking out of control and i hated it um Number two would be trying to figure out tax is just fucking <laughs> annoying. I hate it. Um, but possibly from like a different perspective, like looking at it holistically for the cosmos and the community, probably the number one worst thing um, to come out of this year was the collapse of UST and Terra. I think that hurt just so many fucking people. It's not funny. Yeah. Um, and that guy should be in fucking prison. But anyway. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I digress. Schultz, I'll go. I, I agree with all those. I, the other ones, I, I think some of the worst of this year has been just um, community pitchforking on different types of things with a lack of information or not having the whole story and everybody kind of teaming up in some sort of way. I think that the, the judge jury executioner structure within Twitter and the cosmos seems to be um, I don't know if it's unique to the cosmos, but it's definitely amplified, I think would be a good way of saying it. Um, and we go, we joke about like, you know, biggest shit poster and all that kind of stuff. And some of that is healthy. Um, uh, and some of that is really negative. Um, and I think overall, um, there has to be a level, a layer of trust, um, within the projects that are within the ecosystem and, and some of the personalities that come along with that. And when you start adding this layer of horseshit on top of it, it just just means that nobody knew was coming into this ecosystem um, or that they look at it and just look away from it. And so I think um, the that has a pretty negative impact across a, 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 the kind of the rising tide situation, which means that um, that the more of, of that negativity and the more of that kind of pitchforking aspect, people just kind of walk away from that. Um, or they, or they you know, look at other opportunities to be able to, place bets within within crypto so um that that i think is a, a pretty negative thing i think it's it's grown um and the bear doesn't help with that right that it kind of amplifies a bunch of things as well but it's something that that i think is overall uh, just i don't know just something that i wish it would kind of ease off a little bit it's kind of not a, not a great thing within it and some of that is like i said some of that is healthy and i think i think online ribbing and, and being honest um and being and you know wreck news and those types of things i think are good those are those are positive things in the ecosystem but just like trash talking or whatever else is just annoying um ust for sure is number two the third one the worst this year oh man i don't know i don't know i'm not sure if it's if it's just the um some of the um I don't know. Actually, it, you know, it, I don't know if I have, even have a third one. I, I want to look going back to the positive of it. There has been a lot of good launches this year. There is opportunity that does exist, um, and there is a tremendous amount of stuff being built 
it's just a matter of if we get past um, some of these challenges and kind of start working towards the future. Yeah. Um, I think that I, I think the UST dying was the worst for me just because I had so much of my basically emergency fund tied up in it. Um, and that also led to, you know, laying off five, four people, which wasn't fun. It's was the first time I'd ever had to do that. Um, and that was really tough. That was, that was, that was an extended experience. Um, having to deal with, you know, the ramifications of that, you know, how to have a strong conversation and make it not a horrible thing that they're being laid off. How can I provide support still now? Granted, they were never full employees. Um, it was, it was like a, a contractor type of thing. Um, but you know, I, I tried to run my business, try to run my business in a, well, holistically wholesome way. So I want some, my, my employees to have, you know, some level of, some level of consistency or my contracts have some level of consistency and to lay them off was, that was really tough. Um, Prop 16 was also when we talked about, but that, yeah, going back to like how visceral people were um, lavender five, all of us that were in, in lavender five, then all of us were getting called out personally on Reddit, on discord, on Twitter in DMS and a lot of people had not so nice things to say. And even after I put out my, our statement about like, well, here are all the things that have happened. And this is why we don't feel it's right to really vote on this at all. We voted to abstain. It just got 10 times worse. Even after writing, you know, 10,000 words or whatever it is that I, that I wrote, um, that wasn't fun. And I don't know that I've ever really recovered after that, after all that anger and hatred, because before one of my favorite things about the cosmos was the community, right? That it was so positive and pretty uplifting. And then suddenly like that community that was once positive really showed a different face and that's hard to recover from. Yep. Uh, third, I'm not sure. Those two are just, they're, they stick out so far in my mind that it's hard to come up with a third one really. Okay, so summing up there, we've got best junior restart validated community and some discussion about the third one and the worst we've got online abuse and the UST collapse. We can just do two and two. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do, do that. Two. Let's do Deciding that. on the final one is is <laughs> is splitting hairs, I think. Um but uh yeah, that's we we come to the end of our of our reg, regularly scheduled um, spreadsheet based fun. We've uh, obviously uh, done a slightly longer episode today because it is our we it did. is our end of year one. Um, I think you know we, we've got some more a couple more things just to cover off before before we end the show. Um, but you know, I think just back to I, I guess a bit of the conversation we were having on the group chat before we 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 jumped on the call and stuff today like kind of back to what Shorty was saying there i think like all of us are hopefully not speaking out of line here saying that all of us i think have learned between all the good and the bad there like probably i think this has been the biggest year of of kind of learning and growth i've had professionally um and now having a bit of time, especially in the bear market and having actually the first week off, which I intend on continuing through into next week, um, barring any major fuck ups, 
it is all the more obvious how crazy this year has been like in all the good and all the bad um and it's and it's kind of astonishing as well i know that obviously we all came into this eco at slightly different times but i think we're all broadly 2021 middle of 2021 ish um like the fact that this is kind of like uh 18 19 months into like i think i think technically um yeah i mean since like march last year my main focus has been has been the cosmos ecosystem so it's been yeah 2022 has been a lot crazier than 2021 sure um so you know i guess that's i would like to just you know again reiterate that like uh with a bit of with a little bit of reflection um it's a pretty i think we've had a pretty incredible ride and doing this podcast has been one of the absolute uh the absolute best bits of that so i want to say that again you know uh in the best of it's got to be game of nodes so i'm going to put that in as number three like and subscribe don't forget to like and subscribe <laughs> delegate game of nodes is according to game of nodes the third best thing about the cosmos ecosystem uh, delegate to and us. the third worst thing about the cosmos ecosystem is all of the other little bitch <laughs> podcasts that come at game of nodes because if you come yeah. at the king you best not miss <laughs> no twitter spaces at 2100 utc by the way no, no twitter space just so we're clear. Rama. Yeah, quit that bullshit. Hey, this is our time slot. There's 168 hours available during the week. This is We're only asking for one. And a half. <laughs> <laughs>